kids know you? Do they talk to you on campus when they see you? Yeah, I get hellos. Uh, you know, a couple of times I'm at a street festival in Brooklyn or Queens. And, hey, it's Chef Michael. Really? Yeah, or I'm at the auto show. Hey, you know, the football team. Hey, Chef Mike, what's going on? You know, you see stuff like that all the time. It's, you know, it's funny. You're like a local celebrity. I don't know about that. I'm just, to me, I'm a little yeah. short fat guy with food in his hand. <laughs> Welcome to The Lowdown, a podcast about the crazy smart people who make Columbia, Columbia. I'm Acacia O'Connor. If you're tuning in, you probably already know that Columbia University in the city of New York is an extraordinary place. We have over 338,000 alumni around the world, more than the entire population of St. Louis, Missouri. Random, but true. On any given day, there are more than 30,000 students and almost 17,000 faculty and staff hard at work on Columbia's campuses. That's a lot of stories to tell. And here at The Lowdown, we want to tell you some of them. To kick off this new series of episodes, we're going to tell you the story about that man with the food in his hand, the man behind the meals. Do you want to just introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Michael DiMartino, Executive Chef, Columbia University for Columbia Dining. From this, you'd think Michael DiMartino is quiet and chill, but to understand the real Chef Mike, you gotta catch him in his element. Like this day. I know you were coming here on a special day. I'm so excited. National Food Day. It is? Yeah. yeah. And what is that? It's all about healthy eating, introducing new healthy ways to eat, back to farm to table, you want to say. It's great. I point to the not entirely healthy looking tray on his shoulder. Bacon brownies. Ooh. Those look delicious. They're awesome. <laughs> That, my friends, is Chef Mike. And this is his temple. It's a part of the university that is sort of like an engine room. It's a loud, windowless basement with heavy machinery. In every corner of this maze, skilled mechanics work in concert, all day, every day. It's an engine that literally fuels Columbia students. It keeps them running. This engine is Columbia Dining. Specifically, we're in the kitchen of John Jay Dining Hall. This is where the magic happens, where hundreds of dishes are prepared every day to feed thousands of hungry Colombians. Mike is whisking a sauce over the stovetop. So, right now, we're making uh, the glaze for the curry turkey shawarma. Today, he's debuting a new meal, oven-roasted turkey shawarma. He's already cooked over 200 pounds of turkey, and now he's putting on the finishing touches. So I have a red pepper uh, jam we made with orange marmalade and cherry glaze. So it should be really cool. It's going to be sweet. Give some color to the shawarma when it's upstairs as we're carving it. Upstairs, Mike oversees the fine details not only of cooking his latest dish, but serving it. This so I want to turn the shawarma sideways so the customer sees it. Tiny, you need help? A little more, a little more. Perfect. A little more you can do. Mike has a really big personality, um, and it's hard not to love Mike when you first meet him. That's Vicki Dunn. She's been executive director of Columbia Dining for over 10 years. She's known Mike for a long time, and she can really put him and his work in perspective. My vision was always for him to be the executive chef on this campus because um, he's got a great personality. He loves kids. 
and he just does a really good job at what he does every day. So Mike's been here a little over four years. Feels like forever. Within months of arriving at Columbia, Mike launched a series of cooking classes for students. They did cookie decorating, how to throw a dinner party on a budget. Like most chefs, Mike takes food seriously, and we're gonna talk about that in just a bit. But what's remarkable about him is that he appreciates the power of good food for its own sake, sure, but he also appreciates the effect it can have on you, your body, and your well-being. At a school like Columbia, that's really important. Columbia's a real difficult school, and some people for the first time leave their families, they're, you know, they're in New York City, they're stressed with grades, paying for school, everyday life, and the pressure, peer pressure and things going on. So the more food we have accessible in more places, it makes them more comfortable and less stress for them. They should be enjoying school and just living college life. It's a matter of health, physical and mental. I take care of my kids, every student here is mine, and I, I feel like family towards them. So they gotta be happy, and well-fed people are usually happy. Not surprisingly, being a loud, open, and aggressively friendly chef endears you to people. Kids are going home and telling their parents about him. And parents are engaging too. We have parents on our Facebook page um, who actually watch Facebook or, or follow Facebook and follow Instagram. Um, and because he's on there either doing a cooking class or when he did the chant this year to welcome everybody back and get our staff excited. What's the chant? Explain that to someone who doesn't know. So before a football game, you get everybody excited. Are we ready? Are we ready to go? And Mike did that with our staff at orientation. And kind of yelled, are our cooks in the house? Are our porters in the house? And they were banging pots. And are we ready to feed our students? And he did a great job. I want to say we got like 15,000 likes on that page or views on that page. It was high. Christina's going to check. Yeah. <laughs> it was high. Yeah. It was 7,000 views and dozens of shares. But still, that's pretty darn good for a video on the Facebook page of your school's dining hall. Mike grew up in Staten Island in a very Italian New York family. Food was a part of his life practically from birth. I started cooking at 13. When I was younger than that, my grandfather would always make Sunday meal before we went to church, so I used to help him out. And then at 13, my first job was baking bagels. And then when I was about a junior in high school, I was undecided what route I wanted to take, what I wanted to do. And I was thinking about military. Mom wasn't happy. She goes, you really like cooking, you do it all the time. Why don't you try a culinary school? So you went to culinary school from there? Yeah, right out of high school, went to culinary, went to Johnson & Wales. And then two years later, I started working in hotels in the city. After graduation, Mike wanted to find a job that would give him as much experience with as many different types of cuisine as possible. He got a job at the Intercontinental Hotel in New York. He worked there for five years. Those five years was amazing. There's nothing we didn't do. I got to travel, went to Asia. I was in Hong Kong, the Philippines, China, Japan. It was just mind-blowing. When it was in Japan, they have a basement kitchen. The ceiling's about 35 feet high. The chef's office is 35 feet high, and he overlooks all the kitchens for production. So you had the sushi with a cut in the fish. You had the butcher shop. You had the stock. It was, it was, you know, it was a factory going on. And then when you go upstairs, you know, there's 30 restaurants on one floor. 
everybody shares one kitchen and back. Seeing something like that for the first time as I was 22 years old, I was like, wow, this is wild. This is great. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, I my idea of like exotic food growing up was ch- like Chinese food, maybe. And that was it. You know, it's funny. Growing up in New York is like, all right, you want Chinese food. Like growing up as a kid, we, there wasn't a Chinese restaurant down the corner. Everybody went to Chinatown. If you wanted Italian food, which you really didn't go a lot out because everybody made it at home, but you would go down to Little Italy. We knew everybody. It was all family. Plus, my family is from the Lower East Side, so it was all family-oriented going down there. But if you wanted a hot pastrami sandwich, you went to Cats. You wanted smoked fish, you went to Zabar's. You know, it was like, that's what we did. Now, Mike and his team want to make the food on campus good enough that students don't have to go all over the city to get the best of every cuisine. And try to trust me on this, but... He's getting pretty close. When you say you're going to go eat at the dining hall, the proverbial image that comes to mind is somewhere between school cafeteria and Midwestern mall food court. There's no more turkey slop, an actual food that we ate in my high school, but you don't really think fine dining, healthy, fresh, which is why my first trip to John Jay blew my mind. Gone are the cereal buffets and the sad salad bars of yesteryear. Every station in John Jay boasts fresh dishes full of vegetables representing a variety of cuisines, often cooked by chefs who come from those very countries themselves. Many things are made fresh to order right in front of you. Ingredients are locally sourced. It looks like one of those paleo-vegan food courts, which is kind of what they're going for. Fresh and creative always changing, always trying something new. Uh, We love going shopping for food and just see what everybody's doing, see what's new out there. And then you bring it to Columbia because if the guy on the corner is making a great meatloaf and the kids go there for that meatloaf, my meatloaf has to be better than his. When I first came here about uh, 10 or 11 years ago, it was a little bit more robotic. That's Vicki Dunn again. Before Mike, there wasn't much in the way of customer service when it came to interfacing with students. We started looking more at when their stress points were and what we could do in dining to help alleviate those stress points. Uh, when Mike and, and Justine Sachs, who's our director of operations, came on board, they were able to take um, my thoughts and visions and really execute it, as well as add their own kind of mix to the recipe. All the dining locations are level one green restaurant certified. Dining has a gold rating from STARS, a sustainability report card. More than half the food served comes from farms and other companies within 250 miles of New York City. Mike works with a registered dietitian to make sure that people with food allergies are accommodated every day. Even though he and his staff make thousands of meals a day, when it comes to options, quality wins out over quantity. How do you balance having like the best product that is organic and healthily raised versus the cost of it, especially at the scale that you're working on. That must be just such a huge challenge balancing those two needs. If you're buying a car but it's cheap, it's $50 cheap and not to have seatbelts, do you do it? No. So if you're serving a piece of chicken, do you make sure it's a really good piece of chicken? Of course. Same thing with the fish. You could buy fish in different waters which you know are not safe, and the fish is cheaper, and they say, it's fine. But there's no certainty. It's not monitored. It's not inspected. You know, Columbia's all about local, and that's what we're about, too. So instead of making 50,000 things that are all right, you know, I'll make 500 things that are amazing. 
Organic, sustainable, fresh ingredients matter. But in the time I spent with Mike, I learned there's also this special sauce that comes from just being super into your job. Like, dedication A's. Take his commute, for example. Mike commutes from Staten Island every day. He takes a ferry. Welcome aboard the Staten Island Ferry. I'll take express bus to two different trains, walk a little. Please exit through the rear door. There are times when the buses aren't running and he'll walk a mile and a half to get home every day. It's, it's all right. It's only two hours. Only two hours each only, way? Only two hours, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, it's fun, but no one... What, what do you do on the commute? Read emails. On a daily basis, Mike gets over 100 emails from students and parents, and he responds to them individually. That's love. That, that's somebody who really loves their job. He does seem like he really loves his job. He really loves his job. He, he puts in 10, 12, 14 hours a day. The culinary field is it's, it's different than a lot of different fields. The hours are usually longer. Uh, you're usually in a basement. There's no windows, no air conditioning. And the people I work with, I see more than my family. We spend more time with each other than we probably do at home. You know, we're kind of like the U.S. Postal Service. You know, sleet, rain, snow, we're always here. How would you be at home? How are you on a Sunday dinner at home? Italians are loud, obnoxious, yelling at each other. And that's the same thing we are in the kitchen. We're singing and dancing and music's on and we're having a good time. It makes it go faster. We make it enjoyable, but we're proud of what we do. And we're just showing more love in the kitchen. Ah, and speaking of the kitchen, how did that turkey shawarma turn out? Going well. Seems to work well. Uh, there are definitely some big eyes. The glaze came out really nice. Falling right off. Perfect. Mike begins personally carving the meat. Again, you're going to have to trust me on this, but it smells amazing. A line starts to form. You gotta wait for the shawarma. I mean, can I like walk in and take that shawarma right there? Sure. Before we part ways, I have one more question for Mike. It's a big one. What would your last meal be? Sandwich. Love sandwiches. Great piece of bread. Anything on it doesn't matter. I get home, let's say it's 10 o'clock at night, there could be a half roast chicken and I just take it off the bone, throw on a piece of bread. It's a sandwich. It's a great thing. So you don't get a lot of time to enjoy your own cooking or cooking as much as you might imagine. My enjoyment as a chef is not what I eat, but what people eat that I make. That's, that's the enjoyment part is when they walk out and say, what a great meal, that, that's it. That's what it's all about. This has been The Lowdown. The Lowdown is a collaboration of the Office of Communications and Public Affairs and the Columbia Alumni Association. For more Columbia stories, visit thelowdown.alumni.columbia.edu and news.columbia.edu. Special thanks to Christina Hernandez and the staff at Columbia Dining. I'm your host, Acacia O'Connor. Thanks for listening.